good married couple we are. It's kind of funny. So uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I assume they can hear us behind this uh, screen right now. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I want to go. I want to see the what stream happens. is starting soon. Let's this is my favorite up. part. Like the last time we tried to do it, and <laughs> there's a whole bunch of show. <laughs> oh, here, here. Okay, that range life. We're doing it live. I wonder how you can do that. So, like, uh, you know, people know. All right. Well, you want to start the show? Sure. Looks like uh, there's nobody watching anyway. So, <laughs> as long as it's as long as YouTube says it's going to like save it, then this counts as the show. So, I guess let's talk. Start the show. All right. Let's start the show. Okay. Hey, a three, two, one. <laughs> Hey, welcome to That Range Life, a show sometimes about golf. We're doing it live. Tons of people are watching. Um, super exciting. You know, the hottest the hottest golf show. We're a golf show. Stay out of politics. <laughs> another another fantastic week here in America. Oh, um, God. That's Chris McEwen. I'm Bill Bush. DriveRangeHeroes.com. At Chris McEwen. At Range Heroes. Wherever you want to follow on social media, do us a favor. You're just joining us live. We're doing it live. Go down below, hit subscribe, and, um, you know, maybe we'll do more of these. Maybe we won't. Hit the bell so you get notified. Every time it comes up, it'll be fantastic. Okay. Hey, Scoob's here. Is yeah. Is Scoob? Being hilarious as always. Funniest guy on the planet. <laughs> makes perfect sense every time. Um <clears throat> The call actions podcast. We don't know how this is going to work as a podcast. Um, so the audio, we, there may be a totally different podcast on the YouTube show. Keep you guessing here. That's that's what we do. Um, I'm getting used to the visual, our visual, uh, the screen looking different. How yeah, we, I can change it. We can do it this way too. No, 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 How's that? No, like yeah, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> matter at this point. Um, Let's just get right into it. I was not prepared for really anything. Um, I found out about this because the Twitter application on my phone said you had some notifications, which the the, the at range heroes notifications to this day, I still have no idea why I get ones that I do and ones that I don't. And I've given up figuring it out. So um, so I had a notification and it was you mentioning me that we were doing this. And I didn't. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. It's been a week over in the the QN household, and I would have liked to, uh, you know, yesterday I was celebrating my daughter's 22nd birthday, so we couldn't do the show then. Uh, Monday was July 4th, and there was I was in no mood whatsoever to do anything, uh, and so we weren't going to do it then. And so, you know, if we wanted to have a timely show... Uh, I, you know, I have to go back and edit these things and all that kind of stuff. I figured, and I want, you know, I wanted to do this anyways. I've been wanting to do it to try a live show forever. Right. Uh, so I found this thing restream here and, uh, here we are. And we're going to try try a live show on the YouTube. Let's see how it goes. See how it yeah. goes. Right. Um, you have the categories all lined up and, uh, the hit segment, five major questions, but before we get going, can I, point mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm, can I show you mm-hmm. something real quick? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of see it there i already have calls out to replace the impolter bags um he's yeah. one of the one of the few i will say live tour wise um it's nothing personal but it's just sort of like it's just not like everybody else i'm just not really i just i'm just not enjoying taking in the product regardless so as uh as jay armor of sub 70 said to me good night ian polter <laughs> good night <laughs> yeah uh, but anyway Look at this guy came got today. Oh man, hundred year old leather carry bag. Hundred nice. years old. Where Snag did you bag. find? Is that eBay or is that was that one of your eBay? I asked our buddy Mitch. I said, "Hey man, what? Uh, <clears throat> I need something period correct for my hickory set because the bag I had it in was a canvas Sunday bag." from right. like the 50s-ish, 60s-ish maybe. Okay. And uh, I'm like, do I need to go period correct, whatever? And he goes, yeah, no, just do this. Here's what I carry in. And no sense of spending that money for what you're going to beat it up. I'm like, all right. So I start looking on eBay for stuff. Um, these bags, 
you're talking like you can find it for 600 bucks, 500 bucks, uh, in, you know, in good shape, whatever. Yeah. And understandably. So it's not like there were, there were a ton of them. They're right, full right. leather in any, any condition surviving from late 1800s, early 1900s to now. So, um, wow. I just stumbled into the like right search terms and uh, nobody was looking at it. Nothing happened. And I got it for dirt cheap. So nice. pretty, pretty pumped about it. I'm thinking like already, I'm like, what kind of leather conditioner do I need? For <laughs> and should I start bringing it with me when I'm walking any round and put modern clubs? in? It's it? pretty sick. It's, it's pretty awesome. sick. Yeah. So that's my, nice new, my new pride and joy. I'm very excited about it. All right, let's get into the show. What golf topics do you want to discuss today on that range life? Did you see I updated the doc? Uh, I, did, but, uh, you, I actually I, just talked to Mitch, too. Mitch hit me up and asked me if I've seen the bear. Have you watched any of the bear? I think I told you about it, right? I don't remember. No. I haven't watched it. It's um, it's Lip's new show from Shameless. No, we haven't talked about this at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, he has a new show. He's the main character on it. His name is Bear. His okay. Nickname, they call him Bear. Um, I he, cannot sit in the right place with this. Yeah. <laughs> he takes over uh, his brother's restaurant uh, okay. in Chicago, and it's Mr. Beef. Oh, I have seen the commercials for this. I didn't know. Yeah. That so it Mr. Was Beef. Called. Mr. Beef is literally, it's less than a block from my house. Yep. We've saw, we saw him filming there the whole time. We knew it was coming, whatever. Um, it's a very, it's a very well done show. It's really, really good. Doesn't uh, it feature multiple uh, Chicago Linda restaurants from around the same era? I thought it did. No, it's no, not that, okay. Not that I've seen yet. No, it's it's really just that restaurant, and he's trying to like it's a mess, and he's trying mm-hmm. to kind of get everybody to do stuff, and he's got a cousin that's not a cousin, but they call him cousin. Um, but it's it's some of it, it. They do a really good job of being hyper local. Like they get some of the nuance of living in the city and and the suburbs around it. Um, you know, they're not doing the over the top Chicago accent for the most part, which I appreciate. So they're not trying, like they're not trying, trying to make it Chicagoy. They're just letting it be Chicagoy, and it's really, it's fantastic. It's really good. Stressful. It's a stressful watch, but well, it's need, really good. It's definitely what I need to watch them. But I, I, I mean, have seen, a, you know, if you've ever, I don't know if you ever worked in a kitchen, Bill, but kitchens are the, the most stressful places on the planet, man. It's just like people everywhere. They're they're small. They're hot. There's yelling. There's you know. It's just, and they capture that really, really well. I did uh, have jokes to make there, but in the best interest of our image, I will not. Um, <laughs> no, I have not worked in a kitchen before um, other than my own. And uh, I can imagine it doesn't sound fun. And I don't like to feel yeah. stressed and anxious, as you well know. that um, The first episode, man, we were like, well, it's just like they're, everyone's yelling. And it's constant, like shot to shot to shot to shot to shot to shot. It's just crazy. But it's it's really, really good. So you say the show is a high stress show and anxious. You know, the last time I felt super high stress and anxious was um, a couple of weeks ago at actually like a few more than a couple, a few maybe weeks ago at Mount Prospect Golf Club. Oh, yeah. You and I right. made the triumphant return to you like that segue. That was very good. Um, very good. I noticed you had it in the notes now. Yeah. Um, I just got the segue. It's your job now. To, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> I just didn't know, you know, uh, we hadn't played together in forever. I thought it was just nice to be together. It was awesome. Uh, and play golf. Uh, I wear backwards hats now. And of, yeah. and uh, I thought we both played pretty well. You saw me have an eagle chance. As uh, did I. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You also, well, you're the eagle chance. So, ladies and gentlemen. Bill Bush, if you know Mount Prospect, what is it's uh let's see, one to the third hole. Uh it's what three hundred and five yards long. I talked yeah. about this. I talked this I talked about this hole and on the last time when I said we I wanted to get out there and play because there's a decision there you have to make. You can you can hit driver and toy with the idea of getting onto the green if you're long enough. Um or you could actually hit anything for down to a probably a eight, seven or eight iron. Right or a nine iron, like straight right, that's, or that right, uh, and so that's what I did. When I say straight right, I mean like per perpendicular it was, to 
Yeah, it was it was bad. Uh, it was bad. But I, I rallied just for the record. You did. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, but uh, but Bill Bush, on the other hand, selected driver out of the bag. And that was his eagle chance. Drove I the green. have reflected and, on and that the sense. The amazing thing, it's just the amazing thing on that is like, if you know that golf course, the mouth into the green, which we talked about, you, I'm sure you rolled up there. Uh, yeah. You ha- it's, it's, it's probably 10 yards wide. I mean, you hit the best shot that you could possibly hit. Yeah, it was a, a world. I, and I'm saying this not out of like, cockiness and any sort of this is the expectations i have in my game like it was a world-class tour grade shot and i'm not <laughs> no joke that up, no joke flight everything about it I was like where how it came off the face the sound of me i was like oh my god um and here's i've reflected on this often since uh, just how mind-blowing it is and you know at one point I was really interested in counting putts because i forgot how difficult the greens were at that course since i've played <laughs> yeah. it like eight years um and third hole, I was roughly 12 feet to the hole for my second shot. It was a putt. I three putted from there with ease, but it could have been four. Um, three putting for, from 12 feet was absurd, but that's what I did. So I know you're <laughs> easy, easy par, I guess. I don't know, but great thing I hit a world class drive to. I mean, right. and I don't feel right. bad about the three putt. There, there are millions of three putts out there, and I think one of the things I pointed out throughout the round there is I don't think the greens are unfair. I do think they're a little silly. Um, well, they never, they never. There was one hole I think that we that we decided they were giving us uh, a flat putt. Right. And but otherwise, that, there aren't still, flat putts, and it still wasn't an easy putt. But like, right. I I'm big in that. I don't care if they're hard and difficult pin placements and all that. Um, but I think there needs to be a reasonable leaving point around the hole from six feet and in, and they have an issue where you never have it there. So it's tough because they are like, and I kept saying this because, you know, I'm known to be critical and negative with these kinds of things. I'm like, I want to be clear. I do enjoy them. I think they're super cool. I think they're fun. I don't think they're unfair, but just playing into, I mean, you and I both are adjusting to new clubs, new swings. Yes. Um, that has its own challenges, but I mean, we were hitting green complexes. Oh, we were playing golf. Yeah. And just disappearing from For any sure. reasonable spot, right. <laughs> let alone staying right. on the green. So, um, right. you remember the, you remember the whole, I think it's, um, what is it's a short it's also a shorter par four it's got a bit of a it's a it's a the green is kind of like swoop comes up there's a big swell mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, uh, it's mm-hmm. pushed up green and like the landing area if you wanted to go after the pin was probably five feet are we talking about the, the number 10 par three no, no, no. Where I, like, I hit a be- where I hit that beautiful nine iron and it like right on the ridge and zipped back uh, yeah. up 45 feet. <laughs> Meanwhile, the kid That's... we were playing with hits like and stopped right on the thing. And I literally just went up and marked his ball for him and just like just nicked it with the tip of my putter and the thing flew back 35 feet. Right. Now, this one is hard. like this is the front nine. This is, I think, six or seven. It's right after that par three that I birdied. Mm-hmm. Uh, that short part three that I birdied right after that. So it's, you know, it's, it's a shorter, but you have to hit, you know, I hit the green. Mm, uh, I do remember too. that. Yeah. But yeah, it was kind of like, we were all were just looking at the landing area to that thing. And it was kind of crazy. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this about, um, I like the, uh, uniqueness. Uh, I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to play it every weekend. I don't think, or every week. I mean, I would play it every week if they let me, but I mean, uh, it's nice to have just kind of a, a somewhat of a carnivaly sort of almost like the greens are almost putt putt style. It, to me, you know? it was a case of, and the way I said it to you, what got me with it, it's every, whether it's chipping, um, putting, I would say playing on a sand. Every single green was exhausting. So even when you're playing, <laughs> yeah, you you're playing yeah. good golf, like you're yeah. still just grinding out there. And 
I'm sure as you get to know them and get a feel for the nuances, it's a different story um, or different ish. But I, I mean, I definitely hit a point. Um, Anything to be fair, the last time I played 18 holes of golf was before this month ago where I got, I was really, so this, I don't remember if we told on here or not, but like in short, I got pretty sick. I was pretty sick and um, made it two holes there and was absolutely miserable. And the last time I played 18 holes was sometime before that. So it'd been a while. And I, I think part of it was I mean, it's like the 14th hole. And I think I just was mentally exhausted and I'm not conditioned for 18 holes right now, which is funny to say, and not like out of shape, like just mentally and just yeah. have it in me. A, um, yeah. Just focusing. So that, that, that was definitely a wall that I hit, but while I'm not saying golf should be easy and mailed in for to me the whole time, I'm not making that claim. Um, if you're looking to feel like you're just solving Rubik's cubes, every, every 18 holes, it's, it's a nightmare. Um, so yeah, I guess it's, that's it's, all. it's a, it's a nice thing to complain about around here. Cause I feel like more often than not, the greens just aren't fun that way it's a lot better especially with you and me and our usual we're not going to pay a zillion dollars to play courses around here so yeah the and all that being said slow right no profile exactly yeah yeah exactly i take it Um, exactly i would take it a million times over most of the stuff we do play because it is interesting and it's a it's about a 10 year old remodel and i can mm -hmm. still have not looked up to verify it's been pretty sure it's david essler who did it and he is one of the best in the game and making new courses look like they're 120 years old. And it's like, no, can you just pop that in a black sheep's another one he did. And same thing. Oh, yeah. It looks like a vintage course and never played only seen pictures and okay. it's not. So he's, yeah. I mean, it, it looks like, you know, what did Don Ross drop this in here? You know, 1907. No. Yeah. 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 And I shouted, I shouted just yet another 83 after all that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. grinding me out another 83 which i'm very happy for i'm, I'm probably that's the other thing i'm I, i'm probably playing the you know per- perpendicular uh five irons aside which mm-hmm. that's what i hit i hit a five iron uh i'm playing pretty good golf post lesson slash uh fitting i gotta say i'm, I'm kind of disappointed in the realization that you're i think there's this hope how breaking 80 is going to go for you and the events (laughs) and people participating and the reality is it's going to be these one like random uh, i was just playing white pines on a thursday evening it's true it's totally true and i really it's kind of like the hole in one uh fear like when you're playing by yourself and you get a hole in one Mm -hmm. like i don't want to be alone on a golf course and break 80 so i really would like to have someone alongside me on top of all that, you have to keep this in mind. You're competing with intern Grant, whether you like it or not. He is mm. ready for, we did a live show in the garage. Um, and <laughs> I'll just tell. All right. So he texts me. It's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, I was trying to think of like burying the lead. I'm like, I'll just like tell the whole story. He texts me uh, in so many words. He texted me very very excited over the fourth of july weekend he he broke 80 i was like i guess you know it's okay on, on, on like a par 65 he said it was a par 70 um shut up he's fired so and i'm here. sitting here part of me like, again. how does he do it before chris but he is younger yeah. and i think he is a little more uh carefree on the course baby god he he's been playing for like much. six months Right. Well, and some, that might play in his favor, uh, you know? Yes. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, all right. Um, and so I asked him, like, any mulligan? No mulligans? No give He's like, don't get me wrong. You hit a certain point where you go, yeah, I shot a 79 today, but all right, I took two off the second tee. Or, you know, whatever. I'm like, I go, okay. Or, you you know, all the gimmies. But it's like, for that first time, and you're going to start making the claim, you got to do it the right way, right? And... um He's like, no, 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 I didn't. This guy, I know they, this person, he family-ish of, for him. So you ask Connor, he can vouch. I said, all right, all right. Well, cool, man. Congrats. Uh, 
and immediately in my head i'm like this he, i'm gonna bring it up and call him <laughs> call him call him on camera yeah yeah, yeah and go tell us about it and have you be upset um he texts me i don't remember it was a day later or two days later he's like <laughs> look back at the card forgot to uh because he does like i do with the circles and box and stuff he goes oh, okay bogeyed the first hole and didn't box it so i missed it in my count up 80 <laughs> and in a way it's like that's still really good obviously but yeah you're like some people will tell you that 80 is kind of the worst score when you're tr- like that's you know that's like i think i'd agree especially there's a time in my life i'd be like and eh, what are you gonna do but of course if you're shooting 95s every day and then you shoot an 80 yeah it's awesome or you don't give a shit whatever even if you shoot 95s every day and you shoot an 80 you are on that day and it's like god damn it yeah yeah you're right (laughs) right and i think like uh, thankfully i've i've shot 81 a handful of times i've never shot an 80 so i don't even i'd be so angry i think 81 doesn't feel that much better though Cause you're like, Oh, it's in there. It's in there. Yeah. At the time I was like, it was like the Caddyshack round with the priest. It was just insane. Like I was, I, I think I chipped in three times for par. It was just, it was very, very early in my golf career with my brothers in Arizona. I really didn't even know the rules. Honestly. Do you ever stop and think like, listen to us. You're talking about uh, man. You were just on that day. It was like the, the priest and Caddyshack. <laughs> and then you think about, you were so you're capable uh you've had eagle looks you make birdies so like theoretically right. you're capable of parring any hole you play that's true so to shoot an 80 81 isn't like you really weren't that on no as a golfer and right. this is what kills me even right. like if we right. I, I go right. out tomorrow and shoot a 77 it's right. not like wow i mean right. i couldn't miss it's like well dude you shot six to five over right if you couldn't miss you would have shot like a 64 and you're like oh yeah that's kind of right but yeah but it's, that, i mean I that know just it's all shows, relative right that just shows how hard this stupid game is right right it's oh, so hard man i think about somebody else who shoots like 120 and then they shoot a 95 like i couldn't miss that day right <laughs> i know scotty's, to- scotty's told the story that like when the first time he broke 80 uh i think he made every putt uh like 10 feet or closer right that was his like he was you know putting out of his mind so like everything was just going into the hole but that's what it that's what it took for him to break 80 and he's a good ass golfer it's like at you know at the time think of these milestones though and how like i mean even me and back in the day when i was a lot better at this game uh for all the milestones, like there was something that was a Herculean effort. It wasn't just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh, I just did a pretty mm-hmm. good shot in there and tapped in a putt. It was like, no, man, I had two 30 footers for birdie right. that day. And right. I had a par say from 18 feet after, or, you know, after getting out of a bunker, it's like, there's just no ho-hum about it. And same thing. Oh, you know, I guess it's a, the old, right. Or, you know, how'd you, How'd you shoot a 75 today? Well, I missed the putt for 74. <laughs> you know, so same right. thing. You know, right. 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 Anyways. The dumb game, right? Uh, it, it was fun to play. Uh, it's fun to get out. We played some with some fellow golf nerds. Uh, you know, they they were golfy golf like guys. Me, I, mean, I yeah. had to actively yeah. have a conversation with the car go, Chris. I can't I'm like I'm not saying how much of a golf nerd I am to avoid going down the slippery slope with these guys right. like I have right. a golf website we do a YouTube channel yeah yeah good dudes but yeah they were they were you know one of us basically Definitely one of us uh yeah so um and hopefully we get out and shoot a quick little nine in the morning a couple days from now oh, man if this thing comes together the way we're hoping it is going to be so fun and it could oh, be some of our best content honest today. to god and if if we can make this a, a reoccurring thing i think it'll, ch- it'll it'll change how we do a lot of things on this channel correct correct anyways uh so that was it that was that was my prospect really fun round uh super happy with the 659 cbs uh from from sub 70 and uh and my my one stupid little uh you know, swing fix. 
seems to be working out. I got that weird, like we were talking about, um, when you fix one thing, sometimes it breaks something else. And that's why I was hitting balls off the toe, which I would oh, never do yeah. ever. It's, I feel like it's, uh, this is probably, I feel like I'm being rude. It's broken. I'd say a good, like five, six things for you. <laughs> But that, like, I, I can relate. I know how that goes. But wait, wait, what are the other five? Think about, well, let's not do this. We don't, this is going to turn into last episode. <laughs> five, five, six is an exaggerate, but it's definitely a multiple, uh, multiple, uh, you know, I'm getting distracted. We have a chat. I know. People are- <laughs> um, how far do I drive the ball on average? I'm asked. Uh, good question. I would say far. Pretty- what do you Far. think about uh, 315, 320? I was a little off the other day. Maybe 330. <laughs> no, don't gaslight fling shot. It's probably, I, I would bet on average, you're, you're cl- real close to 300, if not 300. Yeah, I'll take that somewhere in there. I, I, w- I think I've, I've seen you hit enough gigantic golf shots. Uh, that, so, I mean, if you're getting, like in, at Mount Prospect, you're getting rollout. Uh, yeah. You know, you could hit something that's 340. Yeah, I'll answer the question this way. My, if I'm like blindly saying my, yeah, I'm about the swing speed. I'm like 115 miles an hour with a driver at the end of a season. If I'm having a good season and moving well, I'll, I'll peak at like 118. Do with yeah. that what you will. And not to mention uh, the golf ball that you use. Bridgestone Golf, the official golf ball of that range life, also plays a very important factor into the distance off your. We didn't factor in uh, this this gem in our live show. Um, <laughs> At this point, I don't care. I'm just happy that we're doing a live show. I think it's fun. Live. I will throw this out there in regards to Bridgestone Golf Balls and how happy I am to be partnered up with these guys. I shot our guy Elliot a message about this too. Um, okay. Like we same time, yeah. <laughs> doing review, uh, doing some reviews for another ball. Um, I have a handful of different golf balls around right now that I have to test or whatever, and um, the the ball's fine, but man, the difference between the Bridgestone that I play and oh yeah, 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 this other ball, I was like, it, it just. I'm not saying other balls aren't great, whatever, but it makes a huge difference. Um, I drive it yeah. better. I control. I do everything with it better. I just do. It feels just right every time. So shout out to them. Great. What a yeah. golf ball. Yeah. So glad to partner up yeah. with them. Um, I'm still looking for a refresh on my uh, stock. And I would, can I also just throw in just a begging, uh, just a pleading, maybe they have one laying around. Um, I saw the Bridgestone golf, uh, bucket hat and I, it's a must have. I don't know if you guys know it's about, a must Chris, have. about Chris McEwen. He loves himself a bucket hat as do yeah, I, but not as much as right you. there. Um, right there. all right. No, they don't Chrome soft flank shot. They do not promote us. Bill, what are you, what are you about? Five ten. Six. Six Even. foot? No. He's a six foot fling shot. He's a six foot former hockey player. So the, the ho- dude has tons of swing speed. Yeah, the ho- the hockey plays a little bit of a role. And Man, look at this show. This So we've got, okay, so patio furniture. He wants your thoughts in the lab 2.1 in the mess. He wants some feedback. I don't, I don't, I don't. This I don't is so fun. Like this. This is- uh, we, we could do, maybe we. <laughs> We do a uh, more interactive show at some point. Um, I will say, can I do this? Can one I do this? The... Hold on. Look here. I can display them right there. Boom. Lab two, one in the mez. Um, God, this is, look at it. This high grade. This technology. is, <laughs> um, <laughs> this is it's, uh, it's, it's tough to say. Do you want to look at, I mean, they, they admit the 2.1 is a weird looking putter. So I don't feel bad saying it. Um, it, the thing looks like, an upside down branding iron. Um, I don't know why upside down a branding iron. Um, it's, it's a branding huge. Iron. Right. It the thing is wild. It looks like a spaceship, um, but it works. It is super forgiving. Um, it really is an incredible putter. I've seen people adjust to it and be like, nah, I know it looks funny, whatever. I've seen people also go, I can't adjust to it. I can't look down at this thing. 
that's where the mez comes in um yeah it's yeah, still yeah. a little it's still a little goofy looking it takes some getting used to but um it's much much more pleasant to look at and has a lot of the same benefit you get out of the 2.1 the directed force 2.1 um i would still say the directed force 2.1 is more forgiving but um for me looking down at the mez, yeah, visually that's it's a hang-up it's worth it's it's worth the i mean it's still super forgiving so that little bit of a more pleasant look is worth that sacrifice in the minuscule amount of forgiveness so i'm a mez point i think it's mez point one um guy myself it's back there somewhere in the in the archive um it's a great putter they're both really they're they're both legit really good putters um i like them both more than the blade one are we putter experts? Because look, look at our, my guy here, Madubi, who uh, all he just said was Cleveland frontline putters. I don't know if that's what he plays or she plays, but that's what I play, Madubi, and I love my frontline. I kind of hate how much you you're enjoying this. Like this is the best. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> like the giddiness you have, you're like out of control. This is the happiest you've ever seen me. It's up uh, there. But yeah, keep the questions coming there, kids. This is fun. Um, this is fun. It's a nice yeah, change of pace for this dumb show. Let's be honest. Right, it's true. It's true. And if it's a podcast, it's not going to make any sense. If this ends up being a podcast. Um, but yeah, the, I the front line, I've, I've oh. played, how long have I been playing the front line now? My my son has one. Um, I have one. He's got the the mallet. I have the blade. I really, truly do. Uh, uh, do be love the, uh, the Cleveland well, front let's, line punter. And let's here, this honest, one here, this one's your... for you, Bill. This one's for you. Look at patio furniture saying he appreciates the feedback. So Thanks for watching, Patty. I would like Patty to somehow follow at Range Heroes at Chris McHugh and come back. Let us know what you go. That's with, a good one. Um, would love to Very know good. that. Um, yeah. I will say this about the Cleveland frontline putter in you specifically. Think mm-hmm. about this between me and what I have around, and then um, what we here do in the golf sure. world sure you could have almost any putter you want you know a lot You're of right. oyster scenarios you try different things you've looked at different things and that in the two years we've been doing this crap that thing it's, won't go away and it shouldn't i mean it, think totally of all, the, all the jokes we've told about your putting and how true it is so um <laughs> right i don't it's not it doesn't work for me we don't connect um that said uh, nothing seems to outside of my my gamer anymore these days like i'm gonna try changing up i make it maybe six holes with anything else I'm like no back to the gamer but yeah yeah cleveland works for you man i've seen you two it's, putt, it's, it's two putt, like 17 feet uh enough times you know it's true yeah bill's seen me hit my first putt 17 feet past the hole and then hit a comeback for for par correct uh yeah. Anyways. Um, all right. So, hey, look, should we do the should we do the thing now? You know, I, I don't know do if you the, saw yeah, Bill. Do the thing. Yes, let's do I the thing. <laughs> I'm talking about five major questions with Bill Bush. You know, I made uh, I made a thing for us. Did you see that the last time we did this? I made like a transition thing and now I can't even use it here because we're live. Um, probably so not my, because I. My, I I can't watch these shows anymore. It's like listening to yourself saying, I can't relive really it. I figured, I figured, but uh, it's a good transition. If I, I, I believe it. Thanks, man. Okay. Um, so, uh, Patty Flingshot, Madubi, uh, Scoob, if you're still here, um, we do this thing called five major questions for every major mm-hmm. that uh, comes around. Uh, I come up with five major questions for my friend bill bush and he answers them yes. <clears throat> no <clears throat> some so we're a little ahead ahead of schedule but i wanted to do this now because uh next week i'm off to arizona for my big uh golf tournament um and so i wasn't going to have time next week and i'm the i'm like the commissioner of the thing so next week is going to be i'm going to be too busy to even do so, anything other than that i'd say production meeting we just take it next week off uh not necessarily but it might be just a more of a uh let's just hang out a bit up for a minute you know okay good but either way hey either way good by me right (laughs) right um so anyways uh is this there's one more major left i probably should know this is the pga championship left no because they play that in uh may now right in may you're right in may and justin thomas the uh president of of the pga 
tour. Right. Won it. Did you know his dad's a PJ professional? Did you know? Yeah, and he he's sponsored by Troon, or he's a, he he likes Troon. Mm. And did you know that uh, know Jack that. Nicholas likes milkshakes and ice cream? Do you know that? It's <laughs> true. I didn't know that. So this is it. This is the last five major questions of the year. Is when oh is is that? God. How is that? Two weekends from now. The uh, right. The so this game? this weekend is the Scottish Open, mm-hmm. which your guy uh, Poulter got. He's able to play in it. He, he you know, he filed law, a lawsuit or something. And you know what? Kid, let's let's talk about that real quick. I haven't filed that closely. I, I saw it like pop up uh, in my not golf, um, like trending, not golf really? Twitter account in the yeah. thing that Poulter got in, and so oh, so I clicked it to see. And basically, there's three players who yeah. got uh, uh, some sort of stay here. And right. here's what's going to be hilarious to me. Again, agreeing, disagreeing, what, what, do whatever you want with the live and PGA DP world stuff. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. one thing we're, we're learning. I do not, uh, maybe DP world. I don't trust either of these golf tours that are not called live to have their ducks in a row in a, enough that. Yeah. No, all these live guys aren't going to have find all their way through yep. little loopholes in this and be like, oh, yep. Uh, once yep. again, another. And I, I forgot. I saw a great tweet. I should say a thread, Twitter thread, of um somebody explaining like, hey, like live or not, it's going to change the landscape of professional golf, whether you like it or not. And mm-hmm. it's been a good thing, bad thing, and open up for discussion and all that. But um. Look, it's going to point out a lot of blind spots that these tours have and holes they didn't need, you know, think they needed to fill. So, yeah, I'm, yeah. it's very it's interesting. Totally true. It's good for those guys who are like, ah, no, you don't get to decide that. Sorry. Sorry. Don't know. Sorry. Sorry. Right. Um, anyways, yeah. So, the next next weekend, a week from, I guess, tomorrow's Thursday. Oh, wait. Scottish, Scottish wait, wait, wait. One more live thing. Did you I just saw it? Because, <laughs> as you know, I don't follow golf Twitter at all anymore. Um, did you see the Dustin Johnson tweet of a like great team win? And it was him, Patrick Reed, and I forgot who else after the last tournament. And they apparently were the winning team for the team portion of it. Okay. And, like, I did not see this. Holding the trophy like stooges. <laughs> um, it was the funniest thing in the world. I was dying. Um, oh, I missed that. Yeah, it's, and I'm sure Pat or Dustin Johnson really was excited about the team camaraderie that came out of it. So, I just thought it was hilarious. Anyway, anyway, move on. Okay. Five major questions. Sorry. Yeah. Um, all right. So, five major questions about the uh, uh, the Open that mm-hmm. will be in roughly two weeks or so. Um, and, you know, viewers, if you're here, you're live. If you want to try to answer these, just don't cheat and look them up. Okay? Yeah. Just throw your answers in there. If you if you get the right answer before I read it, uh, we'll send you something. Uh, okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Bill, that's not a good... No, well, Bill kind of sells t-shirts and flip-flops. That's all I do. <laughs> all right. Uh, question number one. Uh, the first open... William was organized by the members of Prestwick golf club. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was following, it was actually, this is kind of interesting. It was following the death of Alan Robertson the year before. And and Alan Alan Robertson was, was considered, uh, you know, it was, it was, you couldn't argue it. He was the best golfer in Scotland. Okay. And, And this new championship was created to find his successor. They were going to go out and find the next great golfer. Okay. Uh, old Tom Morris, one of your one of your pals, uh, <laughs> was his was Robertson's longtime partner uh, in challenge matches, and he was the keeper of the greens at Prestwick, and he was he was the favorite to claim. You know, back then it was a belt, the championship belt. Yeah. Um, but he finished second in the first Open. Do you know who won the first Open 150 years ago? It wasn't Young Tom. Uh, I feel like that'd be two. Not. Yeah, it'd be two on the nose. Um, yeah. It's not the original McEwen. He was the big builder <laughs> of the time. Right. He was like right. one of the main. Yeah. Um, 
No, I don't know. Um, if I give you a hint, I'm trying to think. Um, it's either I think he designed a lot of fields. It's as I say, it's not Willie Park, is it? Not it is Junior. Willie, no, Senior Willie Park right. Senior. Uh, beat I didn't Old think Tom he would, Morris. I didn't think he won the first one, but no, yeah, no, he did. He won the first one. Um, okay, so that's that. That's question number one. Yeah, um, I just thought it was cool. I didn't. I had no idea that uh, the the open exists because they were like literally trying to find the best golfer after the best golfer died. Yeah, I forgot about that. It's too. Pretty crazy. I just said that like, oh yeah, I totally knew that. I just right. like <laughs> right. it's one of those things where like I you know yeah that I had heard that lore before, but yeah. To, it's a good one. It's a good yeah. piece of de- detail that gets missed. Yeah. Um, okay. We're going to stay in the, in the way back machine. Give you mm-hmm. a little hint right there. Uh, the largest margin of victory in the history of the open is 13 strokes. Who owns that record? It's not tiger. Nope. So Bobby Jones? Nope. I don't know then. Old Tom Morris. It was old Tom. Old Tom, 1861. He Jesus set that record. Christ. Jesus Christ, 1861. <laughs> now, to what be fair, open, I, what open was that? Like where? I, where, number, any of it. I oh, yeah, think. I don't know. 1861, I mean, it still was pretty early in the early days, I think, of the open. <laughs> kills me. Could First 10. It. Right, 20, 2022 minus 150. Then figure out. I'm not going to now. Just out of Chris. But either way, in 1861, this golf yeah. tournament was being played. I know, right? On these uh, same golf courses. It's yeah. incredible. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. My incredible. house was built in like 1952. I mean, our our country was founded in 1776. Less than 100 years prior. You know, yeah. <laughs> right. Just insane, but I, uh, I think they were also only playing twelve holes around back. Then. Yeah, and exchanging a, and exchanging a bull riding belt for right. who's the best at it. Right. Okay. Uh, number three, true or false? You have a fifty-fifty shot at this one. Bobby Jones won the first Open he ever competed in at St Andrews. true no it's false really in fact the story is that he tore up his card after it took him four shots to get out of the hill bunker on 11 what a during the during the third round so <laughs> that was I mean, that. must be a founder of augusta with that diva <laughs> attitude flingshot you're 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 uh you're wrong sorry when, Ar- 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 false. when arnold palmer made that a global tournament I think I think it was a tiger who said made that tournament what it is. Yes, yeah. Um, say that. When Arnold Palmer was over there, if he if he would have taken four to get out of a bunker or some gorse or whatever, he wouldn't have done that. <laughs> right, Mister Palmer. I'm sorry. Show some respect. <clears throat> um. Oops. Oops. <laughs> um, I wanted to reply to Flink chat because he was funny. Um, okay. That was, uh, yeah. So he tore up his card. He did end up winning the following year. I believe. Okay. Uh, okay. A little more modern day post post world war two trivia question. I'm really going for the over five here. <laughs> Tiger Woods mm-hmm. won back to back open championships in 2005 and 2006. He was the first player to defend his open championship since this golfer did it in 1983. I really like this fun fact. It's 1983. So you have to think about that era's golfers, right? Uh, I feel like Nicholas would be too obvious. Is it Watson? Very good. Tom Watson. I thought I was going to go. I thought I was going to go over four. (laughs) I'm very impressed. All right. Finally, this is, and this isn't a factual one. This is just going to be, uh, these are where we thrive. Right. 
right. I think you were pretty close last time I asked something similar to this for the U.S. Open. Because I think you said, the question is, all right, so I'll give you some context. Since 2014, mm-hmm. all right, six of the last seven winners have finished 12 under or better over the four days of the Open. So what wins it this year? At St. Andrews. What will the weather be like? Um, <laughs> I don't know. At least 12 under since 2014? That's right. I believe that was the lowest um, the lowest score other than trying to think. Somebody shot like a seven under overall to win it. Might have been Zach Johnson, maybe. When was that Mickelson-Stenson shootout? Wasn't that um, like 19 under? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. I was going to say, if it, if you took away the, the tw- like the 12 under, a lot of them were in the teens that ended up winning. There was like a seven under, a 12 under, and then 19, 22. I think Morikawa won it 21 under yet last year or something like that. This course isn't hard for them. So I'm going to go... I'm going to go 18. All right. 18 under. And we have, we got Wayne Ross here who says 14. So Wayne, if you're right, I'm going to reach out to you. I'm going to send you something. God knows what it'll be. I'll send you some, I'll send you some of uh, Bill's flip flops and t-shirts. Yeah. It's top. (laughs) That's all. That's what I do on the internet. Um, What did you say? 17? 18. 18. All right. That's a pretty good number. It's a pretty good number. All right. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes the final. I'll, I'll make up another reason to do five major questions. because I feel like we really enjoy them. We could just do five, five questions, five of, stupid questions, five dumb questions. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it'll be like, like all golf things, we realize we don't care. So right. right. Do five questions about our other sponsor, uh, Baja Blast. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, you're in Northern Ireland. Oh, man. Look at us. What is happening here? Global. There's no way he's there's there's no way that's true. That's four in the morning there. Hey, maybe Wayne doesn't sleep well. He needs something to put him to sleep. Welcome. And you're you're welcome. That this will do it. (laughs) Um so hey, TV talk. Yeah, can we do some TV talk? I I don't really have much to update on. Um, Okay. Peaky blinders. Well, I finished Stranger Things and um Two, two comments. I am upset that I didn't buy the Stranger Things Lego set when it came out. Just so you know, what was um, the uh, what was the build? It's Will's house, but oh. it's like two. It's like the, an upside down one and it um, flips over. So like, you know, the upside down or whatever. And yeah, then it yeah, has yeah. like, uh, oh, my I, God, it's like Byers Castle. Or I forgot what he called his little tree house thing in the back. Yeah, it's like a little set like that. It was, yeah, yeah. It was, um, it was uh, the, I think, Hop's truck. It's a cool set, but it's like probably paying like four or 500 bucks for it now. And I'm not doing that. So, yeah, I don't know where to put it, but it, man, that would have been a fun set to have. Um, the next comment I have was I, a lot of, it seems like 50 50. Everyone keeps saying it seems like 50 50. People either loved it or thought it was the worst season to date whatever i don't know um i really enjoyed it i thought i, I loved it i, it I just wanted to show. watch in a different format um you know not like the yeah. 45 minute shows whatever so yeah the i had to like mentally prepare myself for the last two and a half hour episode like i haven't sat and watched something for two and a half hours well, in ever small kids golf websites jobs fourth of july we by the time you know we're god so much parental reflection like oh okay this is what my parents were like or whatever um there's especially with my daughter being 10 now my son growing up yeah there's no time at night to do anything yeah for sure so we i think it took us like a good three four um three, four nights to, to chip really away. And that yeah. yeah. And um, it, it was tough because I, I think we did a pretty good job at, you know, not stopping at the wrong places in it. So it would be like, okay, it's a good spot to leave off. Not that any yeah. of them were good, but uh, 
Yeah. I, it's weird because it's like, um, I don't want to spoil anything for people who are going to watch it, but um, of course, of course. I feel like it was exciting, scary, not like you'll be scared watching it, like, oh, my heroes kind of a thing. Right, right. Left you feeling like everything turned out how you wanted it to without being the obligatory, like, oh, everyone lived happily ever after. Yeah. Um, yeah. And definitely left me with some like, oh, I thought it was this all along, but it's this. So I'm, I'm, uh, and we've had tons of that all season, but I'm very excited yeah. about season I, yeah, five. I, yeah. And I didn't know there was a season five coming. So I was like, Same, as I was I, watching it, I'm like, man, they're really going to leave this hanging here a little bit, you know, but, uh, well, we're not going to get a 20, we're not going to get a season five until 2024. What is this? Ozark? Jeez. <laughs> but I just, I was so impressed. Yes. That show to me is just like, if you, if you, it's not, you know, the Godfather, right? It's a show that's going to be fun and entertaining and, and funny and enjoyable and the whole thing. Um, but, uh, so that's what the show is going to be. And so I don't understand how people can not like it for that. Cause it does that really well. I was more impressed that they took basically three stories and told them in a way that didn't be like, cause you had the Russia storyline, you had the California storyline, and then you had the Hawkins storyline and how those were sort of slowly merging. And it was just super fun. I just thought it was so much fun. Yeah. Um, the one criticism I have with the timelines and I think, you know, uh, the stories like are running, like they're continually happening. Sure. They're putting these two to four year gaps in between production. Right. Um, <laughs> right. That's fair. Maybe a decade. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah. it's hard to believe that they're just flipping into the next event. And it, the previous event had just happened when the kid like L specifically, Millie Bobby Brown yeah. looks significantly older and of more course. mature. Yeah. And I mean, women mature faster than boys. That's it, just a fact, Bill. It is. If you know this. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> it might happen in like three weeks as Hollywood goes. But I think like, right. I think what's his face? Um, um, Mike. Same yeah. thing with him. It's it's like he looks like he's 22 with a mortgage, you know, not <laughs> not like he just right. was in junior a high. freshman. Right. There were yeah. there sophomores now or something. I don't know. Right. Yeah. But whatever. I still that's I, my only my only yeah. complaint. And then yeah. I saw apparently there's going to be a they have like a whole what did it? What do they call it? Um, a Netflix shingle called upside down productions now and there's going to be a stranger things play a stranger Things yes, live action be, sure it's a spin-off a, yeah. a spin-off thing so yeah that's either going to be insufferable or fantastic nowhere right. in between right right so uh i don't know that's all i got for tv talk all right i was i was really hoping that we'd have something to discuss because there's you know how i love my television and i i'd really i did really i just think it's such a fun show it's just a fun show that's it. I love, I love it. I love Stranger Things. And yeah, um, I actually after I finished season four, um, if I if I come into another TV lull, I think I'm going to start over because that first season was just so great. Yeah, that's not a bad. I, that's not a bad one to start over. Though I'll yeah. tell you, um, at the dance competition a couple of weekends ago, yeah. um, <laughs> being around, and now actually now, so my daughter, not to brag, is. <laughs> Um, I think we talked, maybe we didn't talk about this on one of the shows is dancing up in contemporary. Yes. Right. And uh, so now she's right. around the older girls while the older girls are talking about stranger things. And um, oh, boy. she's like, can I watch stranger things? And we're like, nah, especially with my daughter, who's very, very high. Hey, shocking, high, strong and anxious, whatever. <laughs> Go figure. Um, right. right. Like, like me, she's not a great sleeper um, and can, and sort of like, uh, you know, just she'll get four hours of sleep, but go about her day like nothing happened. Um, right, right. We're like, you cannot watch Stranger Things. Not yet. And so I can't figure out when the right time will be, but I will absolutely use that opportunity. Like, oh, darn it. I have to watch yeah. the whole thing over again. So. Oh, look at these guys are even. I've this. These are our people. Look at Flingshot here. Look. Isn't Sinners. Um, I don't know Sinners. Yeah, it's. uh 
Is that uh, Hulu? Yeah, I think. And I, I can't like who's in it. Fuck you should tell us who's in it. <laughs> anyway, I'm happy to see all these people interacting and being pals. Um I know, it's really fun. Like a Gator Golf over here is uh is in southern Wisconsin. Um now they're talking to each other. I'm trying Gator to think golf is talking to Wayne. We're, we're, we're bringing people together. Gator golf, 36 goes holes near Green Lake, hidden gem. I was talking right. about Lasonia. I was talking about Lasonia. Lasonia is not a hidden gem. It's a very known out there gem. You think so? Yes. 100%. I, I totally disagree. Especially with Aaron Hills and Sand Valley being there now. That's I, the loop. You go and you play it in between on the drive. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't think you're, I don't think it's that well known. We should have asked our we should have asked like our guys playing on uh, whenever we played Saturday or Friday or whatever it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, <laughs> this is fantastic. I <laughs> By the way, Portugal is like the new hot. Per Wayne's comment here, my kids uh, are now due to the Walk the Moon song. Portugal are like, Dad, can we go to Portugal someday? Oh, oh sure, no problem. Portugal yeah, right. was that's funny. Portugal was our next stop until we stopped until the until the pandemic. But Portugal was the next stop for the for the McEwen World Tour. By sure. all, all accounts, it's a, one of the most magnificent places yeah. in this here uh, world. It's yeah, it looks amazing. We've had a couple uh, of friends go and they just loved it. Anyways, all right, should we wrap this thing up? Yes, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, that was really fun. We'll try to do this a little more often next time. Maybe we can be in person. Um, I yeah. forgot. Might have, may have to come into the city and get some better Wi-Fi for that. <laughs> we'll see. Um, all right, what do you? Let's just get. We won't. We won't. I'm only going to let you plug one thing. You have a what's in the box this week where you open your sub 70 659 CB irons. If yes, you've been following this channel. And Jesus, is that thing took off? We have done the fittings. We have it's, done. Right. This is, if I'm not mistaken, our second 659 unboxing. I unboxed my set. Yeah. Um, we both have them. Look at us. And then. Over at drivingrangeheroes.com, you will Damn see it. a a review, a written review of right, 659 right. irons. Um, we're going to be gear talking them. A lot more stuff coming with those. But I noticed, um, I can't remember if it was on social media or I can't remember if it was in YouTube, but somebody gave you the, you know, what's why are people so into rusty clubs? Blah, blah, blah. And oh, yeah, said, on Twitter. Yeah. And you said, Oh, I just, they look cool. And I'm like, here's, I'm going to answer this for people right now. Why do the people do raw clubs? They do raw clubs on tour. That's where it starts on tour, right? Okay. Because what they can do, and this is a common thing, right? They take a raw Vokey hat or whatever, and they do a whole bunch of grinding to it. And there's imperfections. So then they can buff that out and the club looks uniform and looks right to the guy's eye. Now, if you do that mm. with a chrome or black finish club, well, all of a sudden now you have an issue how the finish matches with the rest of the head and it looks bad. And could, depending on what you have, could create durability issues. So that raw, rusty finish allows them to keep the ultimate finish after the grinding uniform uh, and also sun and glare reduction. Okay? I got it. So... Us cool kids out here who love our golf equipment want what the pros have, so we go right. the raw path. Um, I will point out, I went learning my lesson, having my my super unique set of TA3 irons from Sub-70 and raw. I said, this time around, I'm going with the satin chrome. So um, it is a preference thing. I would say the reason – the general reason you're going to see amateurs have the rusty raw clubs is glare protection and wanting to be cool. Like the pros, let's be honest. Um, but that yeah. is it to keep that. Yeah. So when you do all that finishing, I mean, go grind your wedge and watch all the trash that happens to it. And then go, well, that looks terrible. Right. Like little sandblast or buff or polish. Boom. It's uniform again, because they don't have any Chrome to deal with or any sort of PVD, whatever. No that shit. is why you That's have awesome. a, a raw finish that turns to rust on a golf club. And if you don't uh, want that rust, just soak it in a little, you know, CLRs yeah, and cut right. some it, vinegar. It's, super it's just easy. metal. Right. It is super easy to not have your raw clubs rust. Right. 
There you go. Ask Uncle Bill right there. God damn. Ask Uncle Bill. We got to bring that back too. We do. Just that's a good off season thing. Actually, when the majors yes. are over and we don't care right. about golf anymore. <laughs> right. Look, they so were at Deer Run, one of my favorite courses in I know. Illinois. We didn't even talk about it. I didn't I even watch it. I didn't even care. Nope. Didn't even care. Nope. Nope. Which is, again, the criticism and the problem. And shout out our buddy Ryan French, Monday Q Info, um, highlighting how sad it is because there's so many great, important stories happening and no one paid attention. Yep. Yep. Guilty hand up. That was yep. me. Yep. All right. All right. Uh, Gator Golf and and Flingshot and Wayne uh, and Scoob and all those guys. Thanks for keeping us company uh, on it. Patty, Madubi, Madubi. That's the best. Um, thanks, guys. <laughs> guys, thanks for coming. That's Chris McEwen at Chris McEwen on all social medias. Don't forget to go listen to his podcast, Golf Origin Stories. That's one of the best you're going to have because golf podcasts are terrible. His is not. Um, I'm Bill Bush, drivingrangeheroes.com, at Range Heroes on all the social medias. Go down below, subscribe, hit the bell so you get notified. Thousand subscribers coming up soon. That means. Oh, yeah. The big you, I, all you guys over here on this chat, you better be subscribed. Yeah, and we're going to be giving away tons of stuff for the 1,000. I mean, I think we're like 50 away or something. We're close, man. 53 as a logging in earlier. All right. There you go. Thanks for watching. Thanks for joining us live. Hey, this was fun. We'll do it again sometime. <laughs> we'll polish this up. We'll figure it out. That's been the Arrange Live Show. Sometimes about golf. We'll see you next time. Health insurance.